Welcome back to the second hour of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment from all over the world as we speak. You don't know where we are. We could be on the moon right now. But the good news is we're talking our favorite things. It's either pop culture, celebrities, or online shopping. Hi, Dawn. She just disappeared. It's oh. just you and me right now. Hey, um, here's the thing. You like There the- she is. Dawn! Sorry. I'm sorry. It, it, it came disconnected. I'm, I'm at home right now. You're at home? Know. Okay. I am at home. I I'm had no idea. Studio. I thought you were in the studio. Well, I just wanted people to know that I wasn't like wearing a spacesuit or something inside the studio and, you know, was disconnected from reality. So, yes. Look, we're always disconnected from reality from noon to three <laughs> on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. But I was telling the listeners, dear Dawn, that one of the things we love to talk about on the show is not just uh, celebrities and pop culture, of course, and, you know, Thanksgiving and food and all that. Shopping. Online shopping is where it's at when it comes to you and I. And frankly, we always love a good scroll through our favorite shopping app. Timu, by the way, they're not sponsoring this segment. This is totally free will, Um, even though we did sponsor them last month. Hey, why are we talking Timu right now, Dawn? Because, um, seriously, you can get so many things. This sounds like a big old commercial for them, but honestly, no. The reason why we decided to sponsor them in the first place is because we were already doing it for months, talking about this. Because Christmas is coming, you guys, and your family won't know that you only spent 98 cents on this thing. (laughs) Yeah, we uh, we totally just decided to talk about it today because it is shopping season holiday shopping season and here's the thing unlike a lot of traditional online retailers you want to get your orders in now or at least you want to be thinking about it because you want to place your orders a couple weeks out because it could take a couple weeks for you to get your stuff and for a lot of people they're just so used to getting things like in a day or two but like if you want to just if if you're like us and you like a deal and you want to save mm-hmm. and you were talking about this a little bit yesterday by the way if you guys do have online shopping deals it can be Timu or whatever let us know 651-641-1071 obviously if it's Timu it's kind of more germane to the topic, but look, we're, we just love a deal wherever it's at. But when it comes to Timu, you were just talking, Dawn, about how like you've got a lot of people on your list this year, and you're really going to like lean into Timu because you can cross a bunch of stuff off your list for way cheaper than you normally would, right? Absolutely. Like I have probably something like 14 people. It needs to stop. There needs to be a conversation that I have with my family going, okay, I'm one person. Why aren't we doing the pick a name thing out of a hat? I don't know. But that's beside the point. Right now, um, you know, I've got little things in my cart already, and they won't know what they are. They don't know where I got them because they don't listen to the show. Now, the people that are friends with my family, don't tell them that I got it for 98 cents on Timu. Well, yeah, also... I would be impressed if you told me that you got it for 98 cents. Look, I there is no shame. I don't need you to waste money on me. So um, if if you were to tell me you got a deal on something, I would be like, I mean, I actually love talking about a deal more than the actual thing I got. Do you know how much I saved on XYZ? I did also want to give you a pro tip. Mike, you have ordered on Timo before, right? I have, yeah. Okay, so Dawn and I have figured out this pro tip, and it goes something like this. Now, look, it works for us. If it doesn't work for you, sorry, but I feel like it will be. (laughs) 
it'll be just fine. Again, they are not paying for this segment. This is totally just... And they just... probably wouldn't want us to say this anyway. Well, who knows? I mean, look, regardless, here's a pro tip. Put the things that you want... Like go, just spend some time. It's kind of it's kind of fun. It's kind of like playing a game. So like you're scrolling through, you find the things that you want. Just put them in your cart. Now you're used to doing that on some of your other websites, right? Like Amazon, etc. You just go shopping and put stuff in your cart, and then maybe you don't check out. Well, I've noticed on Timo, and I've had this happen, and it just happened yesterday. Where leave the things that you really, 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 really want in your cart, not just like haphazardly throw a bunch of stuff in. You can, but if you put the things that you really, really, really want in your cart and then leave them there for a while, eventually, this has been my experience, you will get an offer for a percentage off the thing that's in your cart. Yeah, they definitely bug you. Timu will say, hey, you know that thing in your cart? We're going to give you 90% off. I mean 90% off of the thing that's in your cart. So, pro tip, I just now drop things in my cart that I would like a discount on. Nice. And eventually, if you're not in a hurry, you might be rewarded for your patience. And sometimes it says everything you have in your cart is 90% off. And you're like, what? How is that possible? It is, and it happens. They just need people on their side, I guess. They're like, hey, if you're going to... Uh, love us now. You're going to come back later. So they're banking on you buying more stuff for them. That's probably their deal. But my gosh, what's in your cart right now? Um, are you like literally asking the question? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I will look in just a moment. But right now I'm furiously erasing the 10 uh, minute long text to speech that Siri was <laughs> typing to my gym group text. Wow. <laughs> Like, why does it do that? The 17 so people in my gym group text just about got uh, this entire segment verbatim. <laughs> Can, you like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? They would have been well, like, are you dead? What happened to you? Are you dead? <laughs> like, are, <laughs> did you relapse? This is not good. Uh-oh. No. Oh, my gosh. We did have a caller uh, that had a question for the two of you, and I know we've discussed oh, this sure. before, um, but she said she's had her kid who wants, to, uh, wants her to download. She's had other people tell her to download the site. She was just asking with the prices that they can offer, have you, what's the quality How experience so like? Cheap? What's What's the quality of the experience like? Don, Does the you quality of all that? the products always been good? Um, Not always. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes you're like, I don't really like the way this fits. Um, and then you can just send it back or you can just donate it. So it's not always great, but most of the time, I would say, um, eight out of 10 times, I actually like what I get. Okay. Here's, here's the feedback that I hear a lot from people is, uh, is this like just, you know, crap or not as high quality merchandise? My experience has been like, it's basically about the same quality you would expect when you're ordering off Amazon. The difference is two things. One um, they cut out, it, it appears that they're just cutting out the middleman, whereas mm-hmm. somebody is selling it, reselling it from the manufacturer on Amazon. However, here's the caveat or here's the pro tip or here's the like thing you just have to pay attention to be fastidious about reading the details of the listing yes. for the product and look at the reviews and look at the, a lot of times people who buy the item will post photos of it. So Mm -hmm. you want to be really good about or 
diligent about looking at the details of the listing because I will say the times that I have not gotten something I wanted or it was not quite the size that I wanted, it was usually not my fault for, um, or I should say it was usually not just like a, a substandard listing. It was my fault for not looking at the details. So you can't rely solely, for example, on the photo sure. of oh, right. what's being listed Look at what the words say. Look at what the reviews say. Look if there's any photos of of what customers have actually posted. You have to be more like diligent about digging through the listing to mm-hmm. make sure that what you're getting is what you actually want. And I will say, especially when it comes to measurements, because yes. I don't know about you, Dawn, but I have had that thing happen where I didn't look at the measurements of something and I get it. And I'm like, why is this so small? Like it's I got to always go up a size, I would say. Well, and, and like, for example, I bought a, you, you'll laugh, but like, it's not clothes. It's a bread proofing basket. I didn't uh-huh. look at the size. I just looked at the picture and I was like, oh, that's what I want. Well, the measurements were like way off. So it was like this teeny tiny thing. And then when I looked at the listing, I was like, oh, I could have just read the actual measurements on the dumb listing. Right. So and, you just have to be to thoughtful. The, and the ladies out there that are buying clothes, make sure the ones I've sent back are the ones that are 100% polyester. So if you're looking at a top and it looks like it's going to be stretchy, don't count on that to be true. Like you need to read it and see if it has any elasticity in it or if it's like 80% polyester, that's fine. But the ones that are sent back, yeah. That's that's the reason why is because I didn't like the feel of it or it doesn't stretch enough around my waist. And so I'm like, okay, I don't really love this. But, you know, um, yeah, then you just send it back. But... um, if yeah, you have any just other check for that polyester. If you have any other pro tips, let us know. Feel free to drop us an email. And when we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, Dawn is going to tell us all about Harry and Meghan spotted in Vegas. No, they weren't trying to work Andy Cohen for a reality deal. <laughs> it's much more expensive than that. We'll tell you about it when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Now is the time to get those end-of-the-year appointments on the calendar. Even if you don't need an appointment this week or next, let's go ahead and get the appointment on the calendar. That way you can go about the business of your very busy fall and winter. Um, If you do need an appointment right now for this week or next, call Dakota Dental. A lot of places are booking appointments out way far in advance because there's a shortage of hygienists and doctors. That is not the case with Dakota Dental. And like I said, they have appointments ready and waiting. And here's the thing. It's not just any dentist at Dakota Dental. You are truly getting some of the best in the business. And that's not just your regular checkups and cleanings. And you can rely on them to not... um, you know, add additional procedures you don't need. It's also things like implants and other procedures. Head to dakotadental.com today and tell them Bradley sent you. Harry and Megan were in Vegas. Dawn thought maybe she was working out a deal with Andy to get on Real Housewives. Turns out she was working with the rich and famous to get even more rich and famous or something like that. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the second hour and 20-ish minutes of the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. That's the Dawn. Dawn, what's going on with Harry and Megan? What were they really well, up to? Well, I do want to admit that I probably was wrong when I speculated this yesterday because I brought up the fact that Andy Cohen, all weekend at BravoCon in Las Vegas, 
when he was on stage, they were asking him, like, who is the one person that you would want on a Real Housewives franchise? If you could get this one person, this would be your ultimate. And he said Meghan Markle. He also told a story about how um, that when she was on Suits before she even met Harry, she was pitched as somebody being on Watch What Happens Live, which is really just, you know, if you've never seen it, I'm sure you all have. But, you know, it's a nightly talk show that's live and they discuss all things housewives and, you know, other celebrity gossip stuff. So she was pitched as someone on just from being on Suits and they passed on it. So he's like, oh, God, I fit, when I think about that we could be talking and it could be uh, great, it just kills me that I didn't get her on. Well, it turns out that when they were in Las Vegas seeing Katy Perry's show, um, there were a couple of people who are very high profile, and one of them is named Ken Griffin. He is a Wall Street titan, and he is worth $33 billion. Mm. A lot of money. Thirty-three billion. He sat next to Prince Harry, and um, they were partying with him later. Um, so they were next to some of the most connected people. There was another like person that's like the they call him like somebody who would be uber connected to everyone, and that is the person that Page Six is speculating introduced them to Ken Griffin. Mm-hmm. But who is this guy? I mean. What are they doing with him, and what could be their plans? That's my question. Well, I think you just told me everything I need to know, which is that he's a babillionaire, and they love to be around people with money and movers and shakers. I mean, they're always hobnobbing with the ultra-rich and famous. I mean, you know, from on one end, you've got, like, the celebrity rich, like Oprah, and then on the other end, you've got these bankers and financiers who I'm sure, you know give them all sorts of advice on, you know, ways to invest their money and ways to continue making money, which of course they love to do because they've got lots of security to pay for. Yeah, they sure do. And I, I do not, uh, I don't blame them for that. Now, some people are criticizing like, you know, that they're, they are environmentalists, but apparently they were invited to Las Vegas by some billionaire mutual friends of this Ken Griffin guy. Um, And they are Whitney Wolf, who is the founder of the app Bumble, which makes a whole ton of money. That's the dating app where men cannot message women. You have to be messaged first by the woman in order to talk to her. So it's really appealing to women who have been, you know, when you're on a dating app, you guys, it's just, it can be pretty... Uh, pretty icky so um so whitney wolf heard and her husband michael heard who happens to be from texas and he's an oil and gas heir Mm. now people are like well why are they hanging out with them that's hypocrisy right there you know because they're environmentalists i love that you say they're my and i don't know what that means though like what does their environmentalists actually mean right like they're not i don't know you know there are people for whom they have committed their lives to the cause of protecting the environment. And I'm sure that Harry and Meghan have, you know, they support those causes just like you and I probably would, or a lot of other people, but like, that's not stopping them from flying around on private jets, which burns a lot of carbon. It's not stopping them from living in massive homes that suck up a lot more energy than, you know, more energy efficient houses would. I'm just saying it sounds a little, 
mm, precious, right? And when well, you see, when you see that they're hanging out with Texas oil billionaires, you gotta kind of wonder what's actually going on. Again, look, they're not unique; <laughs> they're not alone. But I think it's okay to to question that. Yeah, I would say so. Oh, oh. hello. Sorry about that uh, little sound there. Um, uh, also, are you getting a call? Speculating. Do you, you need to take that? No, that was an alarm that went off on my phone. Oh, Don! I will say, Don is really good at keeping alarms. <laughs> no, like you still have an <laughs> alarm that goes someone. off. You still have an alarm that goes off at the beginning of every show. What was that alarm for? That's because I need to mute my computer audio. When I'm in the studio, and that's fine, but if Steve is in there before me, he edits audio on that computer, and then he doesn't mute it again. Yeah. So I have to make sure that it's, I mean, I've told him to, but then sometimes he doesn't, so it gives No, so you set the alarm. Uh, My point was just, like, you're really good at using alarms to remind yourself to do stuff. (laughs) It was like, Uh, is your 1990 cell phone going off? What's going on? But it was just an alarm. I don't go through the the selection of sounds really, and and get real choosy about those. But um, anyway, back to yeah, Megan so and Harry. I was back to Megan and Harry. I thought maybe since she is the head of Bumble and she designed Bumble, maybe she would have something to do with the dating app. I don't know. Or they could be really. It's just people are like they're probably getting them to be talking about them being investors or contributors to Archwell, their charity foundation. I mean, if these are billionaires, maybe they're just trying to work out some type yeah. of partnership. I mean, it's entirely possible. We'll never know uh, because they're rich Holy and famous night. and keep them, you know, keep their stuff private. But thanks for sure. the headlines anyway. When we come back, hey, Dawn, can you interpret yeah. some dreams for us? I will. Wonderful. So, you know, Dawn loves to interpret dreams and she's going to do that for some lucky listeners when we return right here on My Talk 1071. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. They want to help you make the most of every single day. Did you spend the summer maybe worrying about your weight? Maybe things have changed in your life. Maybe you work from home now, or maybe you had a baby. So many things happen where our weight can change, and Livia wants to get you back on track. I did the program, and it is amazing. It is so good because... You you don't really have to do much. I mean, think about how hard you've tried to lose weight in the past and it didn't work for you. Where you don't count, count calories with Livia. You do not count them. They put a plan together for you and it's just that easy. Uh, you'll get three months free if you join Livia today and mention me. It's a limited time offer, so call today, 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program for three years in a row. Thank you for that uplifting forecast, Mike. Do it again. I mean, you know, wish I could make it up. Could be worse. Yeah. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the adventure of Bradley and Dawn. What are you doing? Hopefully, you're getting excited to hear what Dawn has for some lucky listeners when it comes to their dreams. It's time for Dream Weaver. Tell me about your dream. I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. got yes. some dreams honey mm-hmm, i sure do you want to interpret 
I do. Give them to me. All right. So if you guys don't know this, Dawn interprets dreams. You should know this by now because we do this every Wednesday. And if you want to uh, have Dawn interpret a dream for you, stay tuned because she'll tell you how to do this uh, yourself at the end of the segment. Now, our first dream today comes from listener Lacey. She says, Dear Dawn, I was standing at the bottom of a large spaceship that was about to take off. The passengers were strapped into their seats on the outside of the rocket, similar to the power tower at Valley Fair. That's terrifying. I was very (laughs) excited for them. Three of the passengers were holding lamps, so I told them to unscrew the light bulbs and give them to me so they wouldn't break during liftoff. That's all. Okay. All right. Okay, um, so Lacey, you are actually, so anytime you're in some type of a house, or or you, I'm sorry, anytime that you're in a vehicle of sorts, that represents your body. So a spaceship is something that is going beyond what we would normally do with our bodies. So let's say you're going to run a marathon, or if you're going to do something you've never done before, like, you know, climb a mountain or something, that's what that would represent. Um, you are all those people strapped to the outside. So whatever this is physically that you're about to take on in your life, you are excited about it. Uh, And also, you are recognizing that they are holding something fragile. The light represents your awareness. So I think that what you're trying to do is sort of get out of your head for whatever physical thing that is coming up for you. And taking those light bulbs out is like, we don't need to have this, all of this physical awareness on this thing. Like, don't overthink it. You can do it because you're still really excited about it. So you've got one part of your mind that's like, look at this cool thing that I'm going to be doing. And the other part that's like, but don't overthink it. So all right. So say. don't overthink it. The people on the outside of the rocket are you. It's also that's true. <laughs> terrifying. And it makes me want to go on the power tower. Is that the one where you get shot up or go down? You can do both? I don't know. I've never been to Valley Fair, so. Oh, my God. Mike, we need to get I her know. out to Valley Fair and give her Thanksgiving dinner. The list oh. is long with this one. <laughs> have you a really fun week. Do you, do you? Have you been yes. on the power tower? Um, I've not. That's a ride I don't do. But, yes, it's called the power tower. It's where you get shot up and. But there's like one, is that, yeah, you can do either, right? Like yep, it goes, goes either way. Both. Lift you up to the top What's and scarier drop you? to you? I'm sorry I'm derailing us, but yeah. just really quickly. No, which it's is, fine. Which is scarier? Of going up getting or Getting dropped or getting shot up? I feel like getting shot up would be better because <laughs> otherwise you have the anticipation of like 45 seconds to a minute of oh, being yeah. raised, yeah. raised all the way up to the top and then you get raised. I, I would agree with that, Dawn. Shoot me up and let it be over with. It's all great to me. <laughs> oh, wow, she's just an adrenaline junkie, that one. I love it, yeah. I mean, right. I, I'm a former skydiver, so anything that makes me Former? Are you not feeling, allowed to skydive any longer? I can. I just I haven't done it here. Oh. It's. I sold my parachute when I moved here. Oh. Um, and then, We're going to have to get so her back in the sky. I would have to rent one, but anyway, that's beside the point. All right, let's move yeah, on to another dream. If it's, yeah. We've got a dream from Lori, and she says the following. Dear Dawn, I had a dream I was pulling worms. Oh, God. Dawn, you've got to give me a heads up. Some of these dreams. <laughs> sorry. This one is okay. too much. Okay, I'm going to euphemize. Okay. I had a dream I was pulling worms out of my belly button and my hoo-ha. What does this mean? <laughs> Ew. Okay. Oh. 
Well, it doesn't mean this is going to happen, okay? Like, these are not, these represent things, so these are not, um, don't worry about this actually happening to, happening to you. So I would say that the worms, the worms are habits, and it's not a habit that you nurture. So you are recognizing that there's something that you're doing that is not, um, it's not the best thing for you, and it's affecting how you would go about your day and create new ideas. Uh, since this is Lori, I'm assuming she is a woman, you know, you are going to carry a baby in that area of your belly button and also, you know, your hoo-ha, as Bradley said, you know, that is how it all starts. I won't get into it too much, but... Oh, thanks for not providing us with oh. the birds and the bees and talk. So, is that where that that's goes? what happens? So... <laughs> A baby is a new idea. So you're trying to get something starting, but there's this habit that you're doing that's really stopping you from even getting started on whatever your new idea is. And it's detrimental to you. And it isn't something that you're super familiar with. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah. I would say if you're pulling worms out of your hoo-ha, you're not super, like something's wrong. Well, the thing that's wrong is just a habit that yeah. she has. Well, that's what I mean. It, it's not, yeah. nobody is going to dream of pulling worms out of their butt thinking it's like, oh, I'm feeling so good about life right now. <laughs> That's right. nasty. Okay, Lori, <laughs> thank you, and I'm sorry you had to have that dream, honey, and I also yeah. am a little angry with you because now the rest of us have to have that image oh, in our gosh. head. It's okay. I uh, want people to email anything. Don't be afraid to email about dreams. Yeah, but give us a heads up. I should have given you a heads up on that or maybe edited it. <laughs> That's fine. All right, let's go on to another dream. This one is from Anaminus. I don't know how to pronounce that name correctly. I think that's just... Oh, is that Anonymous? Oh, yes. like they didn't want to give their name. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. I knew that. Okay, uh, there's three here, Dawn. Yeah. Do you want me to that's read all three? I to leave... Uh, yeah, let's start with the first one. Okay, let's Actually, do one at a they time. All tie together. Okay, so yeah. we'll start with number one. Anonymous has a lot of words. Quote, Dear Dawn, I'm at a work conference in Florida, and I see coworkers coming coming and going to meetings. I'm just laying by the hotel pool. I held a couple. I helped a couple find the top shade to their stroller when she is frantic that it's lost. Okay. You want me to keep All reading? All right. So this this uh, dream is about uh, anonymous. It's about your productivity because when you dream about work in any way, it's not actually your job. Like if I dream about work, it's just my productivity in general. And you are away from your normal workspace. So this is sort of a temporary mindset that you're in right now in your productivity. And there are times when you, I think you're probably procrastinating and that's what you're dreaming about here because you want to live in, the pool has water in it. I'm assuming it's not a dry pool. So those are conscious life experiences. So you are super into like just living in the moment and you want to sort of escape from whatever you need to be doing. And that could be a number of things. So it's just productivity in general. And then you're helping out, um, you're probably doing side projects because this baby stroller would be, now a baby is what? A new idea, right? Mm -hmm. So it's something that can help 
nurture your new idea. So here you are messing around with, you know, things that aren't really productive for you right now. And it kind of bothers you a little bit, but you're still laying by that pool, aren't you? Your soul's going, look what you're doing. So got that's it. That All right. Part. So then there's another part to this dream from Anonymous, which says, mm -hmm. seeming to overlap or intermingle with this dream throughout the night, I'm at a hotel with my long ago ex. And maybe we were there for someone's wedding, but we've decided we're not getting married next year. We're getting along great. And I even say maybe we should have an unwedding next year. Okay. okay. All right. So the hotel is a little bit different. I know there's a hotel in the last one, but it was really all about the pool. So that is, it actually symbolizes universal mind. So this is the interconnected, interconnectedness that we have between other people. You might not realize it, but you could be connecting to other people's thoughts. Um, and you know, it could be just you're being influenced by other people's thoughts. So that hotel is like, you're taking in a lot of things, but you're not sure what is your idea and what are other people's ideas. So start paying attention, be aware of your intuitive ability and you know your projection of thoughts your reception of other people's thoughts so you can determine what is what and then this x isn't your really your x you're dreaming about you're dreaming about your subconscious mind and so when your conscious and subconscious mind comes together that is when you create new things so a marriage is the coming together of your entire mind to bring new things into your life mm, so okay. that is what you're dreaming about there so you're like should i do all these things that i've been just keeping in my head and are these my thoughts or are they someone else's and so that's a little bit deeper and really quickly to end this person's dream i hear someone say you should probably set an alarm then i woke up look at my phone it's 6 59 <laughs> i have an alarm set for seven i don't know if she means this is in the dream i think that that is in real life all right, she well, then what up. is that? Okay, so she's the just saying I woke up. She wants to know what that, who that voice was, probably. I hear someone, um, I think, I mean, that's just you. Believe it or not, your, your subconscious mind is working when you're sleeping, and it's just kind of tapping on your shoulder. I think people can do this a lot. They wake up before their alarm. I mean... I yeah. talk to people all the time that do it every day. Like, yeah. they have it just in case, but... You know, I just wake up. I think up. Jason does. Jason Matheson wakes up every day be right before his alarm goes off. Yeah, I don't even so. set an alarm and I wake up before my alarm. There you go. See, it's like a superpower. Why are you here? It's true. Don, thank you so much for, um, that was a long one from Anonymous. Now, if other listeners, named Anonymous or not, want to send you their dream, what do they do? They go to mytalk1071.com. You can click on our show page, find my email, and put dream in the title that's really helpful to me and then um i am about i get about three times as many dreams every wednesday that people email so i'm about three weeks behind so if you don't hear your dream for a while you might need to wait just write down what you did the day before and that will help you put into perspective what your dream's about all right when we come back timbaland timbaland apologizes after well mm, saying that Britney Spears should have had a muzzle put on her. We'll it's tell terrible. you that story and why he's apologizing when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. That's the Dawn. And we need to talk about Timbaland. Why? 
Did you hear what he had to say, Dawn? I I did through you, um, but I hadn't read the article, and then I went back and and saw what he said. So why don't we catch everybody up, though, on what he said? Yeah, so he's apologizing after joking that JT, uh, and I thought I had the video, and I don't. It's fine. We don't need to hear it, but I'm just going to tell you what he said. Timbaland has apologized after joking that JT, quote, should have put a muzzle on Britney Spears. Now, this was during, this wasn't just like him out to lunch with some friends. This was yeah. live on stage during an interview uh, with Ninth Wonder at the Kennedy Center. No. Yeah. So an audience oh member. Oh, my God. An audience member had asked him a question uh, about, well, essentially pointed out the renewed interest in their collaboration. You'll remember Crimea River, right? Uh, yeah. Because that sort of came up in Britney's memoir. And he said, quote, she's going crazy, right? I wanted to call JT. Man, you got to put a muzzle on that girl. And yeah. here's the really awkward thing. Not that somebody would say that. I mean, I you know he's apologizing for it. And we can talk about his apology in a moment. But here is the awkward thing that you don't hear by way of me reading the quote. You've got not only Ninth Wonder, but also the audience completely, like, uproariously laughing. No! Yeah. So, like, everybody's sort of, you know, going at it. Um, So, to me, that was the thing that was more, like, uncomfortable, was like, oh, that somebody said something, you know, off-color like that, that's bad enough. But then to have the whole audience sort of bust out into laughter... That that's where I was like, oh, you guys, have we learned nothing? I know. Like, are, we're still doing this. It's so 20 years ago, honestly, when people were poking fun at her on talk shows and award shows. And, yeah, I would say like, even 10 years ago, but you're right. I mean, certainly 20 yeah. years ago. That's so disappointing to me. Also, I, just in general, when you're watching, I know that this was a different situation, but like, you know, when you watch talk shows like... I'm trying to think like Wendy Williams comes to mind where she would say something so wrong and outrageous and people would just go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wendy. And you're like, no, Wendy, yeah. like, no. And so I think in an environment where there's an audience, people just naturally want to support and have a good time and laugh at whatever's on stage. People are not likely to, even if they did have bad feelings about it, they're like, I'm, I've been invited here. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, but still, he must be in his no, own I, little No, are you saying that the audience is just laughing to be nice? To be nice and also just, it's kind of robotic, it seems like to me, with audiences, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's I also, I, yeah, I mean, I guess. I just think also there are a lot of people who just think, quote, she's crazy. So when you lean into that, there are people just ready to sort of sign off on it. Because they're not probably pay- paying as close attention as people should, or being as thoughtful as perhaps people should. And also the mob mentality of, you know, a group getting together is not surprising, I guess. Um, I did want to tell you his actual apology. So he did the thing, and then really, you know, really quickly he turns around and apologizes. And this time he took to TikTok, and he went live, and he said, quote, now here we have to talk about this. So he says, I apologize to the Britney fans and her. I also thought that was a weird phrase, like, I apologize to the Britney fans and her. The fact that he put the fans first tells me everything I need to know. 
he's not upset that he called out Britney. So this apology is not so much for Britney as it is to all of the, I'm sure, massive Britney fans slash army slash trolls online that probably right. descended upon him following these comments. And you could say rightly or wrongly, but certainly the criticism was right. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So I wonder if his, because it seems like with good reason, probably he's in his own world. He is not keeping up on the latest with Britney. He's just heard throughout the years that she isn't herself and maybe just taking that in from what he sees on social media. I mean, she gives us a lot of material, but, uh, and then just the whole idea and the reinforcement of this conservatorship over all of those years just made people think that the truth was is that she wasn't in her right mind so he's just still subscribing to that idea and probably doesn't care either way but he is so high on the chain i wonder why he felt the need like where was the pressure for him to apologize was it from his agent uh was it from i don't know other friends um or just the online pressure of people coming after him. Who knows? Yeah, I think the fact that he apologizes to the fans first tells me everything I need to know. I think it's more yeah. about he didn't like the fact that the audience and the mob turned on him uh, and called him out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go online, if you go through Twitter, for example, um, people you know, were just roasting him left and right. And also, I'm sure that JT was like, dude, really? Like, do you not know how this works? Like, now you've just made it worse for both of us. True. Because they've already... It's really... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, uh, it's um, it's just really insensitive, um, obviously. And it's just, like, he doesn't probably know the explanation and all of everything that has now come out about the breakup and how he treated her and how he had this song like he was just involved in making the song i doubt if he was like he just took it for face value that like oh she cheated on you or something like that but he didn't know the real story behind it and he probably has never read the book now or anything to investigate further what's going on so yeah and caring more about yeah putting the fans first um, just kind of saying she's an afterthought is, it's, it's kind of, you know, you can't really <laughs> do this the right way. Um, but there could have been a better apology, but you know, people will probably scream at me for saying he apologized. Don't, you know, pick apart his apology. Well, what do but, you think? Um, I think that this is something that he it just needs it's like something that he's probably just checking on his list off his list for the day like oh this is just a for for him it's just an annoyance mm-hmm. like okay i've got to calm these people down yeah you know because it doesn't seem like a real apology sorry yeah no i mean it doesn't seem like an apology to her certainly if you were going to apologize to britney you don't need to do it on tiktok cuz she's probably not watching i would have done that you know offline maybe he did who knows um, but also I bet he owed an apology to Justin Timberlake. I bet he owed an apology to all of the people around him that are now getting, you know, people coming at them. Cause that's the thing in this day and age, when you go after somebody, they're not just going to come after you. They're going to come after all the people around you. And so now you're putting all of the people around you in the crossfire, which is just oh, yeah. why it's so frustrating. Like I, I'm not, I don't feel any need to sort of uh, explain away his comments. It's just like, if you're a professional and you know better, do better. 
it seems like he kind of wanted to get that punchline, right? So, like, yeah. then you have to ask yourself, well, why? Because you just liked punching down? I mean, it's... Yeah, and probably caught off guard because he's out of touch with what is going on in the world. He was a big part of making that record. He produced it. And if he was in touch with what's going on, he would know that his song has been a, been a big topic since her book came out. Like, people are mad that this song mm-hmm. even exists, you know? Because it paints her in a way that wasn't true. Yeah. It's not a way to take the moment in the spotlight and, um, you know, play it well, certainly. Didn't get played well. The apology probably didn't do much to fix that. But nonetheless, it shows the power of putting Britney in your mouth when (laughs) you don't need to. And the fan wanted to know if he was sorry for it, really, probably, when an audience member asked, like, you know, what did you think about the song or just asked him about the song that implies that they were probably wondering if he had any remorse but that would require him to be in touch with what's going on which he is not absolutely all right when we come back we have a question for you dear audience what's your favorite thing on the turkey day table it's really that easy no more complicated dial those digits send us an email 651-641-1071 what is your favorite thing on the gobble gobble turkey day table we're talking turkey when we come or cranberries when we come back on my talk